Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I am Jake Sherman. Welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Friday, January 20th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, getting to know Jim Jordan. Number two, Senator Bob Menendez squashes Turkey's hopes for the F-16. And number three, House Republicans are planning to decamp to Orlando. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The number one story leading Punchbowl News AM is a look under the hood at Jim Jordan, the Jordan, the Republican from Ohio, who is going to be the tip of the spear for House Republicans when it comes to investigating the um, Biden administration as he is chair of the House Judiciary Committee and the all but certain chair of the new weaponization of the federal government subcommittee. Yeah, you know, Anna, um, it's interesting if you if you kind of rewind to when we were writing our book, The Hill to Die On, back what seems like a decade ago. But what 2019, was, it's still being sold on Amazon. Feel free. Yeah, <laughs> buy it if you want, but also we don't care if you do. Um, no, Jake uh, speaks for himself there. Yeah, okay, we do care a lot. Uh, Jordan was like the antagonist, right? He was the Trump-aligned antagonist against... Um, the leadership against McCarthy. He was not a big fan of McCarthy. He became close to McCarthy in the uh, in the Trump era. Uh, as a side note, uh, Jim Jordan is a big fan of show tunes, as we wrote in our book. Uh, he is. And lis- listens to show tunes on his drives to D.C. from Ohio. I've been to his house in Ohio. Uh, but most importantly, he's the chairman of the Judiciary Committee this Congress. And he is, um, he is a... Uh, uh, he is going to be very important. He has a lot in his um, uh, in his purview, and um, including the weaponization of the federal government subcommittee, which he's probably going to chair. Um, uh, we wanted to we list this morning all of Jordan's top senior aides and um, uh, the what their role is in the orb in their orbit uh, in Jordan's orbit. Um, interesting. I, I don't know that we need to go through all these, Anna, but interesting. Um, the interesting kind of through line here: most of them are lawyers. Many of them went to George Mason Law School, which is the Anto- the Antonin Scalia Law School in uh, Virginia, um, and they're all men. Um, and uh, what was notable to me in reporting out this item is that mo- is that Jordan really makes this a decision by committee. Among these men, Chris Hickson, Tyler Grimm, David Brewer, Steve Castor, and Russell Dye. Um, I just found, basically what I was told by a couple people is that Jordan, uh, anyone could kind of nix anything that Jordan, that that they don't like. And Jordan is just very deferential to this close circle of aides. But this is somebody who's going to have a role in everything. Uh, big tech investigations. Um if there's an impeachment, goes through judiciary. Um, uh, investigations into the DOJ, the FBI, it will be a center of gravity in the GOP majority. Yeah, but can I just want to say one thing? Because I think mm-hmm. it's really instructive. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the thing that's very instructive when thinking about Jordan is to really think of his arc, right? And if you talk about, if you look back at our book, if you look back at in history, there are very few people, I think, who would have put him on this pathway to the chair of the judiciary and in particular the um, support 
of top House Republicans. I mean, if you remember, it was him along with Mark Meadows. They were kind of the 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 antagonists helping to get you know to force uh, Ohio Republican John Boehner's decision to uh, leave as Speaker. You know, kind of the rabble rousers. And now in this item, you have. Richard Hudson, the NRCC chair, you have Majority Leader Steve Scalise, uh, Tom Emmer, Majority Whip, all praising Jordan. Um, it is a really big turn of events, and in particular, and you know this better than anyone, his relationship with Kevin McCarthy once very much the two were at odds and now uh, have kind of their political futures have aligned. Uh, and, you know, I'm not saying they're like close besties, but they have certainly come a long way in in terms of working with each other and seeing how they can benefit from each other. I would I w- they they are very close and uh, McCarthy relies on his counsel a lot. Um, and I think that is that's a huge turn, but it's also something that is. Um, you know, it, it's certainly helpful for Jordan. Um, and I imagine that that McCarthy, if there are investigations that, um, you know, the oversight committee is filled with just, you know, red hot uh, uh, rabble rousers, not that Jordan's not not, you know, conservative, but I can imagine McCarthy wanting Jordan to handle, uh, you know, some uh, sensitive things, although that might sound ironic to to Jordan detractors, but McCarthy trusts him. And that's something that people have to uh, 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 understand. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Our very own Andrew Desiderio has an item about Senator Bob Menendez, the Democrat from New Jersey, Once again, at the center of a diplomatic spat between the U.S. and Turkey, the New Jersey Democrat and, of course, chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee announced this week that he'll continue to block the sale of F-16 fighter jets to Turkey. This came after the Biden administration informally notified Congress that it wants to move forward with the $20 billion transaction. Yeah, uh, any foreign military sale requires the sign-off of uh, Senate Foreign Relations and House Foreign Affairs, uh, the top Republican and Democrat on both, and Menendez is not having it. I mean, obviously, the relationship between the U.S. and Turkey is complicated. Uh, They are allies, and the Biden administration saw this as a way to kind of make nice with Turkey, Um, but... um, Turkey also hasn't signed off on Finland and Sweden's accession to the to NATO. Um, and uh, this is a you know, this is a this will continue to be a sore spot in the in the administration's handlings with the Hill. Menendez is a Democrat. He's a tried and true Democrat who understands and who's a supporter of Joe Biden. But, you know, I would say this. Uh, he, he's not afraid to go his own way on things like Turkey, on things like Iran. This is somebody who has, you know, um, uh He's somebody who who's not afraid to express his own opinion. All right, let's run to the number three story of the morning. House Republicans heading to Orlando for their annual retreat. The Congressional Institute, which runs the House GOP retreats, is now holding the annual Republican legislative retreat March 19th through the 21st in sunny, hopefully, Orlando, Florida. You know, you say sunny, but I remember... 
We were in we were in Jacksonville or Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida last year for the Republican it was, retreat. It was not sunny. And it rained the whole damn time. So as if you're schlepping us to Florida, at least <laughs> let's get some good damn weather, you know? Um yeah, this is uh this is gonna be a uh you know, they, they used to have these things, Anna, as you and I remember. Um uh in Baltimore or in Philly, uh, what in you know? Close Virginia, out in Virginia, Williamsburg, somewhere. Virginia, which you and I went to, uh, a, a sneaky, uh, a sneaky uh, uh, long ride. I remember. Um, anyway, this is a this will be in Orlando. We will be there. Um, this is you know these things have gotten kind of um, they used to have drag out fights here. Um, but this is a uh, this is going to be in Orlando uh, th- this weekend, Anna. The Elk, the elected leadership committee, is heading to Amelia Island, Florida, uh, north of Jacksonville, and the NRC's NRCC's uh, winter weekend, I guess, is in Miami in a couple weeks. So, a lot of Florida action for House Republicans. One quick thing before we let you go. Senator Tim Kaine, Democrat from Virginia, will announce today if he is running for a third term during an event in Richmond. Our own Andrew Desidero will be there for us. He broke the news uh, via our premium text uh, platform, Jake, yesterday that this was going to be happening. You can also read more about Kaine's decision in the PM edition, including the Zoom meeting he has scheduled with donors after his announcement. With that, thank you so much for listening. We hope you had a good week. Please subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Share the Daily Punch. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. Have a great weekend and stay safe.